0: November Foxtrot.
1: Evening. How you doing, Andy? Alright, it's getting over this cold slowly, but drugs are helping.
0: Drugs are always good.
1: Drugs are always good.
0: Except except if you have a problem with drugs, in which case they're obviously less
1: good. I might have a problem with them after this, but Oh, you've gone. Hang on a sec. I've lost you. Anyway. No, I'm still here.
0: Hi Les, hi Chris. Welcome, welcome. Hi Padraig Good evening ah. all. Got a little little sneaky thing for Padraig when I next see him <laughs> I don't know how
1: Is that close enough for you Lance? That's very close <laughs> Turn me up Mike Are you quiet? Apparently so Nah
0: I, I, You are literally as high as I can
1: make you <laughs> <laughs> It's not the only thing that's made me uh... a. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi Matthew McCarthy. Hi Danny. Hi Chris. Chris says, Mike, why do you sound like a rapist?
1: That's a bit, um, I don't know what that sounds sh- like. A bit strong. Yeah. Christ, what? It's really not even a minute in yet. Hi <laughs> oh, Rage. All guns Evening gents.
0: Evening gents. Why are you on drugs, Andy?
1: Oh, I've got this sodding cold that's going around and need to get back on it. So, uh, yeah. Drugs are helping. Ah, he says, it's gone it. now.
0: Cool. Well, I hope you feel better soon, because it, it's rough
1: when you feel ill. Well, yeah. I've got this weekend to get through yet, so... that mm. That'll be, be fun. Riffs yeah. him. <laughs> Riffs him, yes.
0: Do you want to talk about that quickly while we're on the subject?
1: Uh, Yeah can do. Uh, It's an event that I'm running with Rift Airsoft this weekend. Um, I'm going to be a player marshal. There are still spaces if people wanted to have an event this weekend. Um, It's 75 quid. Uh, For your 75 quid you get uh, a patch, a um, 24 hour ration pack, a British Army one. So you get that as part of your price. Um, We've got six vehicles in total. what else is there? We've got. Um, we're going to be running rules like MediVacs. Um, the only people that are going to be able to medic here is a medic, and they've got uh, morphine syringes that they have to use up. We've got some exciting stuff planned that I can't really go into, but it's well worth looking into. We're going to have night games, uh, night patrols. It's going to be full, full immersion. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it, really. Cool. I don't want to go into too much, because if we go into too much, it will spoil it for the people that are already booked on. Mm-hmm. No, fair yeah. enough. We, yeah, um... If you're looking for an event, go for it. Come and yeah. join us. So, what, what roughly what price is that? It's 75 quid. Cool. And you get a patch and uh, the, ration, uh, like the 24-hour British Army ration pack, which are normally about 10 quid anyway, so you don't even mm. have to supply your own food.
0: Yeah, cool. Nice, and and you'll be there, so that's obviously a major there Of course, yeah. with the
1: lurgy, <laughs> as uh, as Rage said, man flu, yeah, yeah, it's full yeah, of Danny, flu.
0: Danny said, Man up, stop
1: being a wet wipe. Oh, I've used a lot of wet wipes, <laughs> that got weird quick. Um, hi no, SEO, Chris thanks for joining us.
0: Um yeah, we actually fresh off the uh, event of SEO this week. Yes, <coughs> we had a uh, sort of invite only event. It was, it was, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It was a, um, I'm going to we call it a whole hard routine. Um, I appreciate the hard routine. Obviously, there's a difference of opinion as to what that actually means. But ultimately, uh, it was, it was a uh, living out of your bergen. Tab into the game zone, no return to the cars. Literally, you are, you know, everything is a self-contained unit for that entire duration of the event. And it was really good. It was really, really yeah. good. My my biggest thing that I found I can't see at night. I really struggle with the darkness.
1: <laughs> to be um, fair though, that site, as soon as it goes dark, it is dark.
0: Yeah, so it I made s- a
1: I made the <laughs> slight
0: mistake of taking uh only the Tiger Eye um, uh, Edge Tactical Eyewear. So the the orange lenses, oh they right, don't yeah. work at night at it's all. Nothing. They make everything a lot worse. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so that didn't help. And then on top of that, my, I, I know I suffer with sort of bad um, night time eyesight anyway. Um, so I think the two of those combined was, was pretty bad. And I ended up, as, as Fresh Meat said, I had him at night. Um Literally, I was at one point just holding onto the back of him, just like, just don't leave me.
1: <laughs> be my friend.
0: I oh, know. Hi, Dan. Thanks for joining. Um, Ray says, have I missed why the finger-pointing fuckwit Lance is skiving? Oh, yes. Lance, unfortunately, can't make it tonight. He's got a meeting, a work be work they meeting. Wouldn't let him off. Um, so he will be back next week, obviously, for the 100th episode, which we are super excited about, uh, which will be on Saturday. We're starting at 7 o'clock um in the evening not the morning morning. yeah um so yeah that'd be exciting (laughs) seo said there was plenty of moon my issue is the sweat on my lenses it's like wearing nods underwater yeah (laughs) see there was plenty of moon until you went under the tree line in which case it just got very dark (laughs) but it was really good genuinely And we're going to do a bit more of a recap about that next week when lance is back
1: um
0: because obviously Andy wasn't able to make the event unfortunately, uh, Lance and I went, so we kind of want to do a bit of a recap on that together, um, so that'll be sort of rolled into our 100th show next week so Definitely. don't miss that um, in the meantime should we do some Pew's News? Yes, so, what uh, Pew's News have
1: we got? I take my gun and I go Pew, 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 Pew! News! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I never get old <laughs> <laughs> I've got Something a little like surprise being worked on for that next week. <coughs> um, so I, I, I'd i like to just start. I actually got a a, a late birthday present from my in-laws, uh, which is the Nightcore LA10, um, which is a little mini torch. It's got four different settings, so it's got a low, medium, high, and then it's got a pulsing strobe mode. Um, which is very annoying but it's actually the 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 key thing with this is that it actually expands outwards so for those on video you can actually see the um the light tube um extending out there so it's really really good it's like a little uh bivy light something like that Um, there's no red mode on it or anything like that but it's quite useful for sort of trying to get sort of shedding the light round in in a larger area um but with the capability to then detract that and use that as just a normal torch if you want to. So like the um, the only thing I did want to discuss, the beacon mode is very, very bright when you've got it ex- <laughs>
1: extended.
0: Um, so that could be useful if you, you know, I guess, if there's an emergency or something. I think that runs for like two hours on that. Um
1: a so, chargeable yeah. or battery?
0: It's a little AA battery. Um, so it's not any sort of fancy expensive batteries. It's IPX6 waterproof. Um, it's got a magnetic tail cap. Um it's weirdly enough that so it actually grabs the batteries as well, but it's just a normal double-A battery. Um so yes, yeah, a cool little present. I really yeah, appreciate that's... it. So thank you very much. Um Yeah. Uh Let's uh, fucking nice. hell white, it's got a lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that I won't lie. It it's that is what it's,
1: you described it as.
0: It's my dog dick torch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but it's cool, uh, they, they do two versions of this, there's an LA10 and an LA10CRI, uh, the CRI I don't think gets quite as bright, uh, but possibly, I think it's sort of to do with the um, the actual LED unit inside the torch, um, so if anyone's interested I think you can get them off of Amazon,
1: so. Mm. Nice. There we go? Got any news? Uh, yeah, new hammock setup arrived. Um, under blanket, um, DD camping hammocks, so I've got that and that, so I can be nice and toasty, doing some wooden camping. So that,
0: you said earlier, that hammock's got a, um, sorry, let me just take Les's coming off, um, you said earlier that that hammock's got a, um, sort of no. a, a, a top to it. You can, no? This this one hasn't.
1: Right, this one okay, has sorry. One, okay. This, you, But you can buy an attachment for it. Gotcha. Okay. So it has like a pole that goes at the end. Hmm. Um. So it opens it up, so it's more flat, like more of a square shape, and then it just has kind of like a dome over the top. Um. So you can, like, either throw your basher over it, or you can. It comes with its own um, Ranger Green coloured waterproof netting. Um. i would probably just, if I use it, I'll probably just use a basher over the top. Because I would say that the basher is probably slightly better than. What their one is hmm. for what we want, what we would use it for, as long as it's big. Okay. Enough.
0: Um, if anyone in the chat, could you just let me know if Andy and I are similar levels in terms of audio? Because I'm conscious of getting a few messages to say Andy's a bit quiet. I don't know if it's because I'm too loud. Um, might be the one. The other way of looking at that.
1: The only other thing is I just got to sit like that with my big, big white ball on my face. <laughs> No, my I think big, I think it's possibly it's, just,
0: it's possibly I'm a bit louder than you. Um so if I turn mine down slightly if that might help maybe. Just sort of balance the levels. Um I don't know, we'll we'll give that a go. Um cool, so that's exciting. So what was the so you sorry you had the uh bash you sorry you had a hammock and what was the other thing? Your underquilt?
1: Yeah, the underquilt. Yeah, the DD underquilt. Cool. Um because last time I used it down at the last SEO event, I have got a little bit of a a, a freezy bum bum. And
0: mm-hmm. as
1: it's starting to get a bit more wintry, I thought, you know what, I'll treat myself. Well, I didn't treat myself. The missus treated me to the um, under blanket, so no more no more cold bum bum. Yeah. And uh, the, the new the new um, uh, hammock has a slot in the bottom, so you can actually ah, put see. a mat in it. Yeah, yeah. As well, so I can be super toasty. Nice. Yeah. So I was That's like, cool. Yeah. So it's got like, so you have your hammock, then you have a zip so you can put your um, uh, bed in there, like your bedroll. Mm. And then you have your uh, under blanket underneath as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try that out this weekend. That should be nice and warm. Mm. And just, there, there is something special talk.
0: about living in a hammock for the weekend. It's, it's quite yeah. a, uh, Oh, I Seen really they' it. Seeing just gently swaying in the tree is lovely.
1: Yeah, and uh, I bought a, um, it's basically the same thing, but it's like a ratchet strap that goes around the tree and it has a big heavy-duty hook on it so mm-hmm. you can hang your bag up off the ground. Because last time I yeah, found yeah. was that I had to have my kit, my bag underneath my hammock. And it does help with stopping the wind come through, but then by the morning, all the moisture and stuff had already got to the... Like come up through the ground where that uh, bag was, so I'm going to try this way because the yeah. X300 comes with its own waterproof bag. Yep. So it has a zip at the bottom, and you pull your waterproof cover over the top. So I'm hoping I can hang it up on a tree.
0: Hmm. I guess the only thing work. to be aware of or, or or conscious of is water running down the tree.
1: So that yeah, it kind of goes round, and then the hook kind of sits out, and then hooks oh, cool. Around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping. That you have like a bit of a gap there yeah
0: because obviously if, if that bags right up against that tree yeah. any moisture that comes down because presumably it'll be the backpacks like that your your yeah, back, the back side of the yeah. rock. so obviously if you've got that on your
1: back and you're all wet
0: that's that's gonna be an interesting one
1: yeah that's the only um, thing about hammock camping is just finding somewhere to put your bergen is yeah. what i find i normally put it underneath yeah no i did last time but as i said the is that why you've got something to got fall moisture. on if you fall out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept tripping over it. Yeah. And then every time I tried getting something out, I kept getting all caught up with the hammock sitting on the back of my head. Mm. And then I ended up getting myself in a bit of a tizz. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can just imagine you in the woods just... Ow, ow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going home.
0: No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Les says, this weekend's his first time using his Dutch Army tent. Absolutely brilliant. I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, they're good um, tents.
0: I have a bit of feedback, actually, on the Dutch Army um rest pads. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I think mine leaks, which I, this is going to come across sounding like a criticism, but bear with me. So, mine leaks, but it was still a very, very comfy night's sleep. So I woke up with not much air left in the morning, but it's obviously mm-hmm. still got sort of a, a foam uh, inner. Um, and even though, you know, it, it definitely wasn't as pressurized as it was the night before, I had a lovely night's sleep and I, I wasn't cold yeah, or anything like, like that, it, definitely yeah. from the ground. So even even with, you know, the, the potential that it's not necessarily operating as it should, um, it, it was still a proper pucker bit of kit. Yeah. Um, so I've like got yeah. two now.
1: I bought one, yeah, I bought the first. You were going to stick them together, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was thinking about it. it just, <laughs> hopefully, there is enough room in the uh, <laughs> hammock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I bought two because they are they are good, and uh, mm. like you said, I think one of mine is it lets it air out slowly, um, but like you said, it's still a comfortable sleep. Like you mm. still wake up in the morning. You haven't had, you haven't had any moisture or cold come up through into the sleeping bag itself. So oh, I was quite impressed with them.
0: Mm. No, they're good bits of kit. So I mean, yeah, if anyone's interested, I think Prepper Shop occasionally have them. Uh, they do tend to sell out quite quickly because yeah. they are, uh, are quite good.
1: I um, think um, so. I think they've still got some left. I don't think they went. Because ah.
0: they're about you know, twenty six pounds or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not, not much. No. They're really not that expensive, but for what you get. Um, and with your no-fo-10 discount. Exactly. 10% off. And
1: try their so. beer. If you like uh, uh, a pale ale. Oh, I was messing up. You're going to get pissed
0: head. in the space of an hour and a half. <laughs> I,
1: I had I had four of those that night, and I was feeling a bit, yeah, do you know what? The room's spinning a little bit when I went to bed. Yeah, and you've been <laughs> ill ever since. <laughs> yeah, not been ill
0: ever since. <laughs> it's a week-long hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, no, uh, fresh, nice. Meats, fresh Meat's Fresh meat says on the thermarest pads they do go a bit soft as they stretch a little with people on them. Um, yeah, I, I mean I think with mine specifically there was a leak in that. You know I'd inflated it up to not an unreasonable pressure, uh, and then definitely in the morning there wasn't as much air in there as I'd put in there the night before. So, but it's still really good bits of kit. So, um, did you want to talk about the plate carrier raffle?
1: Uh, yeah, it's still going ahead um oh my brain's not with it um you um so basically uh, we've got the um plate carrier uh build your own plate carrier um which we will be judging next saturday uh, mm-hmm. for 100 episodes and there's some good prizes for that there's the chronos uh scope edge tactical eyewear and some patches i think we've got for that one um it's quite a good little prize giveaway. I think it's about 200 quid's worth of stuff, and That Kronos is quite a yep. quite a nice little scope. Um, basically, you can build it out of whatever you want. Uh, your entry has to be you wearing it, um, and it has to be carrying something. So either mags or coffee or syrup, whatever you want. Um, make it as weird and wonderful as you like. Uh, we won't judge you on what it's made of. Um, we'll just judge you on how you look at wearing it.
0: Mm. and the artistic ability that's that's what I want to see I want to see some sort of artistic and to be fair there's not many entrants um, that we've got at the moment so if you do want to enter we're probably going to be closing it is two currently Um, and one of those is me Um, (laughs) Can't i can't it. win the prize <laughs> <laughs> i've just built the plate carrier for the sake of it um but yeah we don't have many entrants um so if you are willing to have a go uh, we'll be closing the entrance uh for images and bits and pieces on thursday next week so that'll be the 27th um so get your images in um and it'll be interesting to see what you can come up with yeah. um the one we have had is very good i'd just like to say um so yeah it, it's it's creative, and at the moment, it's it's going to win not purely just because it's... Um,
1: the only one. The only one we've had.
0: <laughs> so uh, if you, if you want to come up with something, definitely be creative and come up with some different ideas because the material this one's made out of is a, is a, is a really good one. Um, yeah, so... I don't know,
1: like, anything, playing cards... Um, yep.
0: I, t- I still want to see an Amazon one, an Amazon cardboard box set up or something like that... Uh,
1: yeah, you can use whatever you want. Ramen, copper pipe. Well, that depends on how w- rich you are. Yeah, plastic plastic pipe. <laughs> <laughs> wood. If someone's got the skills to chisel out a lump of wood, so it just sits on them.
0: <laughs> love, just that would be amazing. It's just like running around like, oh, come in. <laughs> Ah, oh, James has got to go. Uh, James won't be able to make this live stream next week, sadly. But James, um, you can catch up live afterwards, and uh, we'll, we'll be thinking of you. Um, I don't know you can't make it. Uh, he also just mentioned with the Therm-a-Rest pad, it was helping me to pack away in the morning. So that's yeah. You're right. There wasn't a lot of air. I had to squeeze out, of, unfortunately. Um,
1: it was a quick, so. quick breakdown one. let's on, yep. See if I can shoot my chair.
0: Uh, while you're doing that, uh, there's a couple of comments further back. Dan says, hard routine. Was there a resupply for water, or was it only what you could carry in? So we had a resupply for water, but it was actually located around the game zone. So there's a few um, water courses that ran through the site, as well as some abandoned. Uh, sort of mill pond style things and at those locations so locations where there actually was physical water um, there were sort of canteens uh, or sort of like big jerry can style-esque water containers uh, that you could basically top up so it was still in game if you were sitting there you know and you're trying to top up with water and you get attacked that's something you had to bear in mind so we had to put guard um, around what we were doing at the time Make sure obviously no one sort of came up and bumped us while we were there. Yeah. No, um, I really
1: like that part of the game. Like, I think mm. that's brilliant because you have to think about, oh, shit. Like, We're going out on a patrol. I've got half a bladder of water left. Do I need to... <laughs> Sorry,
0: Rage is just shouting Rage water just... bottles. <laughs> um,
1: like, do, do we need to swing past somewhere? Like, does half the team need to top up with water? things like that. So I, I actually really like that side of, of the game. It's something so mm. simple, so easy, but it adds another a thought process to the game.
0: Mm. I mean, because you can send out a sort of a little two-man, uh, two-person element to go and top up with water so you can throw a load of water bottles uh, into a bag and you know go and top them all up at once with one person sort of keeping eyes on, sort of trying to minimise the amount of people you've got out and about. Um, I mean, for, for us, it really wasn't that uh critical because the number of people on site was quite low um but i would imagine that if you had slightly higher numbers with sort of regular patrols going out and about uh, because the event was sort of a, an escape and evade type of situation um you, you know there's that added risk at that point so yeah that was definitely an interesting thing that I, I've, I've never done before
1: um, no no i really so. liked it It was a good good idea of the uh because also it's really not carrying it around with you the whole time as well, mm. which is nice.
0: Unless you're afraid to fill up, which is what I was. So I carried <laughs> yeah. three litres in, into the game zone, which for me wasn't the best idea. But three litres was pretty much just enough for what I needed for that weekend. Um, bless you. <laughs> um Talking of the, the extending torch, the Nightcore LA10, Anthony says, uh if it was red, it would be like a dog's lipstick. Um, yeah, I actually, to be fair, <laughs> I, I am tempted to contact Nightcore and see if they can make a little red one because that would be brilliant. Uh, um, Just having that ability. Well, I was debating that, but I didn't want to damage the one I've actually
1: got. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to make the inside of it. <laughs>
0: um, but if they could make like a little red insert or, or one that is like a red cone on it, obviously, that would be quite helpful for nighttime operations and things like that, where you, where you want to potentially have a bit of red light um, that you want to expand out or, or sort of shrink down. Depending on what you want to use it for.
1: Yeah, because so. I'm after one of those as well, if anyone knows of one. I need like a, a small, about that sort of size, red hanging light on off, just to hang up in the um, hammock. The brothel. Or in the te- yeah, the brothel. <laughs> just so when I go in there, I can see what I'm doing for five minutes and then turn it off. Um, <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. What happens when you uh, when you're alone? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah. If, the hammock, if the hammocks are rocking, don't come and knock it.
0: <laughs> uh, Fresh meat said, "I drank one half liters. I found out when I got home. Not used to being, uh, not used to using a bladder. Um,
1: Your bladder, or says, a drinking bladder. I what think it's drinking bladder. <laughs> Kenny well, says I'm like using t- my bladder." <laughs>
0: this is like the two quart style for those types of games. Um so yeah, sort of like the I, I had two one litre Osprey water bottles, water bottles um and a one litre sauce uh pouch. Um and that, that's what I was basically running. So uh Rage said are you changing your name to Roxanne then Andy?
1: That's only that's my weekend name. <laughs> Roxanne <laughs>
0: Oh, um, so that was obviously the build your own plate carryout competition. Yeah, we still, we are still taking donations through our just giving page for the Royal British Legion industries. So please, please, please keep donating to that. We have now exceeded our 500 pound target, which is amazing. Uh, The more we can push it, you know, even better. Lance has said that if we can get to a grand, then he'll let us shave his beard. Um, so if that's not, you know, in any way, a, uh, a, a, pr- a bonus prize uh, for entering then I, yeah. I don't know what we could offer you um with every five pounds that you donate uh, up to a maximum of 20 we are um providing you the opportunity to basically claim raffle tickets through the website so full details on our website novemberfoxshop.co.uk forward slash comp 100 um but basically the idea is if we're trying to raise money for the rbli and through your donation, we are offering you some raffle tickets, and we've got a load of good, really awesome prizes. We, yeah. I mean, the, the prize amount is just so far more than the actual money that we've raised, unfortunately. But hey-ho, you know it is what it is. Um, but we are at £580 now raised, which is fantastic. So thank you ever so much. Yeah. Uh, but please, 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 please keep giving if you can.
1: And sharing. Share it on every and platform that you're on, please. Because uh, the... We're not even bothered if they carry on listening to us afterwards. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally, we want. We just want to raise as much money as we can for them. It's an amazing charity. Um, if you look at some of the stuff they do on their website and things uh, and how they help uh, veterans and families, um, absolutely phenomenal work that they do. So the more we can raise, the better. Um, so yeah. please, please, please share. Um, they don't even have to like us. Just please share that event and Yep. As you like, you're in in with a chance of winning some nice prizes as a thank you from us for helping us raise the money for them. Yeah, couldn't put it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, right. So hard routine events. Um, yes. We're going to talk about what we're packing for our event first. Uh, so, uh, for starters, if anyone hasn't seen this before, um, and again, this probably isn't much use for people on audio only but we actually have a typical kit list that you can use as a download from our website so it's under the Intel section in our little download section of that it covers everything from shelter systems, clothing, welfare kits and bits and pieces like that so we're going to be going through kind of what we pack for these Mm -hmm. these sort of harder routine events. I don't like calling it a harder routine event because to me it isn't necessarily any more harder than just camping in the woods, basically. But it's a hard routine it's not kind not of sums a, it's that up. It's not having
1: a soft FOB is no. is what I would describe it. You don't turn up and you don't throw you don't you throw have your a camp bed, bed and... out. Yeah, you don't throw your camp bed out. You don't you don't have your cooler that you can drag around. You don't have all your weapons all piled up next to you. Um it's you turn up to an event, you've got your bag, you go out to the field. That's yeah. it. no returning
0: to the car i know that's that was a massive thing that lance really enjoyed from the event this last weekend which was you know no you are you are whatever you have on you is what you have in that event yeah um and there were times that i wish i had less on me i'm not gonna
1: lie (laughs) (laughs) but that's a good thing as well because you do kind of learn because the first one i did i had i had the world on me i had like six liters of water Um, I had like two 24 hour ration packs, even though I was only there for 24 hours. Um, I I, like three different pairs, like three different pairs of boxes. I was only there for one night. Um, 15 pairs of socks, two changes of clothes. And you kind of think, hang on a minute. I've really packed for it here. (laughs) And now you kind of go, Hmm, I could probably cut, cut this down a little bit. I don't need that much stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, on your first event, you were guaranteed to carry more than you need anyway.
1: Yes, um, always.
0: So, okay. Well, should we talk about sleeping? So, with with a, a sleeping setup. So, uh, I'm going to come at it from a basher point of view. Do you want to come at it from a hammock point of view? Yes.
1: Um, so. Yeah, and then we'll chat about tents as well.
0: Yep. Together. So you 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 go off on hammocks.
1: I'll go off on hammocks. Right. So hammock hammock camping, in my opinion, is probably the best way of getting a good night's sleep without compromising on weight, in my opinion. Um especially in the summer. You can get away with a lot more in the summer, so you can have um either your just your hammock, which doesn't weigh much. They I think the, the heaviest one that I found was just under one kilogram, but that was like ten. It had all um fly nets and everything all over it but a lot of them they're only about 650 grams um and they pack up into like most of them are this sort of size which you can see is not that's not that's the size of my head and i don't have a big head i like to think that i do but i don't um so it saves you having to carry poles pegs like a silly amount of pegs um And then in the winter, all you need to do is you just need to have your under blanket as an extra and uh, a basher. Now, I'm one of these people that even if I take a tent, my basher's still there. My basher lives in my uh, Bergen for every event, no matter what I'm doing. It stays in there because it's a handy bit of kit to have. So I don't count that as extra weight. So in my opinion, especially if you're in woodland, right? yeah, fair enough, if you're out in the middle of the field and you've got nowhere to really set it up, then, yeah, you're in a bit of trouble. But then, just have a little bivvy bag with you. Do you know what I mean? It's not... Mm. For me, it's for it's small and just enough room just to have, get your head down for a couple of hours here and there. And they're so easy to throw away. So literally, once they're set up, it's two carabiners straight off the tree, thrown in your bag, as long as you've got a dry bag in there, you can throw it all in wet and that's it, job done. You can, you can shift off again. That'd be my. Mm-hmm.
0: It's and definitely, not,
1: as I said, I'm not, just going to jump heavy. on that.
0: It's, it's definitely one of the best nights of sleep you can have in the woods. Yeah. Um, it's just, there's no other levels of comfort that i found personally because fundamentally you're off the ground. Um, you know, you can have your sleep pads and everything like that, but your hammock is off the ground. You are going to be suspended. It, it's almost like cocooning yourself. Uh, it's just lovely. So,
1: yeah, uh, it's definitely getting more and more popular. I think hammock camping. Um, so the products that are coming out now are getting better and better. Um, a good one is, I can't remember who makes it, but it's basically, um, parachute material. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's old parachute material that they can't use for parachuting anymore. So they've made it into, they've made them into hammocks. And it's the lightest thing that you've ever picked up in your life. The only thing that actually, the the two carabiners that come with it weigh more than the hammock itself. Mm. Like, and you think, wow, fair enough. It might be a bit nippy, but that's when you've got your, your under blanket. Yep. Under blanket and half decent sleeping bag. You'll, you'll have probably the best night's sleep in the woods that you'll have. And you don't have to worry about where you're setting up. One thing that I hate about tents, one I would thing say, I you, say have to, you have to. I would say,
0: of, I would say that with the hammock, you do. Need, well, that's the thing: a, you need two trees, and b, you need the trees far enough and close enough together. Like they need to be roughly. There's no point having a big field with two trees <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. half a mile apart because you you ain't going to be using your hammock.
1: <laughs> but that's where yeah. But that's where your jungle knot's like. But I mean, if you're yeah. if you're in a woodland um and you've got like fallen trees everywhere um you've got brambles you've got all manner of shit and debris on the floor you don't have to spend 10 minutes clearing the debris you just go clip clip done yeah and then all you really need is just a little clear space for your for your bag and your you kick your boots off
2: mm.
1: but then again if you're going to sleep in a hammock you might as well sleep with your with your boots on I I would take mine off personally. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) But you have the option. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there's there's a hammock I find in woodland, which is what a lot of airsoft sites are. It's not. It's very rare that you go to a sim and it's a sixty acre field because apart from anything the cover would be terrible <laughs> yeah it would just be shit wouldn't it <laughs> where are they can be over there <laughs> yeah, they're there I can see them oh, so
0: there's a patrol going out I can see yeah. them
1: <laughs> so so for so for hard routines hard routines I would say my, my go to be, would be a hammock and have a bivvy bag just thrown in but as I said that's part of my basic kit anyway bivvy bag and a and a basher always live mm. in my, in my bag anyway. So it's just tailoring what I'm going to sleep in either tent or, um, hammock.
0: Yeah. I think with the basher as well, it, it you know, it, it's always worth having something like a poncho or a basher. Um, just, just something that you can throw over yourself. If it does just start tipping it down and you just want to literally just sit down and at least try and stay as dry as you can. Um, having something like that can be fairly invaluable because there's nothing worse than not having any shelter at all. And the battery is so versatile. You can just literally rig it up quick um, into like a a, a rough shelter. Or if you want to spend a bit more time on it, you can get some nice different angles and shapes and the like. Um, But always have it easily accessible. Um, So for example, with myself, I I don't know about you, Andy, but I put mine at the bottom of my Bergen um, because I've got an access port at the bottom of my Bergen so I can just unzip that and grab it straight out Uh, it sits in its own little dry bag um, sort of keeps any moisture that it's got on it in the bag fundamentally uh, for the
1: event make sure you dry it out when you get home Um, so on mine I have quite a nice pocket it's an elongated pocket on the front and it's fully waterproofed Um, Mm -hmm. it's meant to be for a certain bit of kit but god knows what but it works absolutely perfect so what I've done is I've cut a little hole in the bottom so I can go away wet and I know for a fact that it's not going to get anything else wet because it's got its own bag uh own pocket and it literally fits the basher in there perfectly and it just lives in there all the time obviously if it goes away wet it does come out not so it doesn't just sit there and rot
0: yeah Uh, Defiant have interesting view on hammocks so hammocks are shit for hard routine Um, (laughs) you can't have it set low enough to the ground for concealment and you need the trees the right distance apart a basher can go up anywhere as long as you have something to dig uh, to rig it to or poles Um, so that yeah I mean that is obviously the the converse with the basher
1: Um, but you can get them low enough ask the SEO guys you can if you set them up wrong yeah (laughs) ask the SEO, uh, SEO guys uh, on the last one that we did, I literally I had my hammock in a little uh, deflated, and they didn't see it until they were almost on top of me. And they were like, "And and I had bright orange straps at that point. <laughs> I changed them over to dark ones, and they still yeah. didn't notice until they got up close."
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that ultimately comes down to positioning, doesn't it? Um, you know, if you if you've got it again up high, anything you've got up high is going to be a lot more visible um so but yeah i mean if if we're gonna we'll t- jump on to bashers and the like so I want to sort of present the, the 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 ground sleeping argument um so with a basher set up uh for this last weekend we took a two by th- i think it was two by two and a half sort of shape basher um that was enough for both me and my brother and we both kept under that he brought a ground sheet um panic is all gone wrong I think Andy's just ducked away for a second. Um, So he brought a ground sheet. So we we had sort of like one one bit between us. Uh, We had two basher poles because we weren't sure exactly where we'd be camping out. So the basher poles basically just provided us the option that we could, if we needed to, set up away from some trees. Uh, Obviously, trees provide you with the alternative to rig your basher up to. Um, We went with a full basher pole and half basher pole to try and provide a little bit of a slant down um with the rest of it sort of pegged to the ground we brought exactly six pegs for the basher and four pegs for the ground sheet which was really annoying when a certain danny decided to mess about with it at one point and we lost one of the pegs for about half an hour which was very very frustrating but thanks danny um and then with that set up uh we obviously had our sleeping bags uh bags and sort of um that's pretty much it, to be fair. Uh, so, it's a much lower profile system. You can obviously sort of sneak those right down between logs and bits and pieces. Oh, like yeah, that. definitely, yeah. Um, you also
1: can build cover up in front of where you're sleeping. Yep. As well. Yep. So, yeah. So you can build basher, little barricades yeah. and stuff. That's why I always like having a basher on me. And mm. I like always have it on me. But if I want to get like a good night's sleep, then yeah, you do have to be a bit picky about where you set it up. Like, I was quite lucky at the last one. We had a bit of a uh, a defilade for me to kind of still have the height. But you couldn't see anything. And then with the basher, kind of like at a 45, it covered their view from the main road up the top. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, like, literally like what Defiant just said. Um, You have to be picky with hammocks, like where you hang them. Um, But I do like the low profile set up of a basher. Because you can have Mm. them really low as well. Like you can have them almost flat. Yeah. Which which is really nice. Um but then again if you want a little bit of comfort go for a hammock. Mm. I mean it does it does depend
0: on how much it does depend on you know ultimately the size of your game zone makes a big difference because if your campsite, you know, whilst with a, a hard routine style event you might obviously have to tab in to where you're going to be camping. If there's a low risk of your campsite being bumped in the night um, because of the size of the site, or maybe some of the rules are you don't bump that that event uh, or that that fob at that event, then obviously that might play into account with your different um, sleep systems, your shelter systems. Um, so yeah, I mean, ultimately, my personal preference are a hammock is a much more comfortable night's sleep, but for a hard routine style event, I'll probably opt for a basher style because again you just get that lower profile setup mm. um the only thing i do find with the basher is that sometimes you do want to just sit up if it's pissing it down with rain um and you obviously you want a bit of cover over your head so having it super low to the ground sort of you know you're talking maybe two feet
1: crawling you in. know
0: you are <laughs> crawling into that which is lovely and low profile um
1: but and it warmer. means that
0: and warmer but you are not going to be very comfortable <laughs> if you want to try and sit up um, so you might find that you know you, you set it up for different different ways in different events. Um, so yeah. Uh, cool sign Chewbaca says, Oh, sorry." Yeah. Uh, what about the ones that have the ground sheet built in? So I've not uh, seen which... a basher with a ground sheet built in. No, I haven't. Uh, I've seen tents, but I don't mean to be flippant. So I appreciate it's a very flippant response, but that's obviously just a tent. <laughs> um, so would you want to talk about tents briefly because obviously tents are on are oh he's gone tents are obviously an alternative option
1: um
0: you can obviously get tents uh the french i think the one that les was talking about the little french dutch dutch sorry the dutch army tent which is sort of a similar yeah. thing to the french army tent i mean
1: that the, ultimately they're tents with poles um Oh, but there's so many options out there for tents now. It's, it's unreal. Like you can spend, oh, who does the 400 pound camo one? Uh, Snug pack? Light, no, it's, uh, like light tent or something. And it's literally what the art, like the modern military, like all over the world use. The, the poles are made out of some sort of helium that's lighter than air. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's beyond all my kit's flying away yeah (laughs) like you have to put your (laughs) kit in it otherwise it just floats away but you know what i mean it's things like that where the with a tent your world is your oyster like Hmm. you can the one that i run which i find quite comfy is um uh who was it who made it again grand canyon and it's a two-person tent a single pole um that goes from corner to corner Literally throw that over. um, And you've got all your stuff in a dry space and you've got enough room to sit up. Um, With Airsoft, yes, you've got the added bonus of... You can... You have somewhere safe to take off your iPro. So you can zip up the tent. You can make it safe. You can take your iPro off. You can clean it. Put it back on. Open up the tent and go back out. Whereas hammock, bivvy, um, basher all of those you have wide openings so you have to be a lot more careful with um, like your iPro and sleeping with it on and things um, and I do find isn't... I do find a tent a lot more
0: sorry the comment's coming in so um Defiance says if you're pitching a tent that's not a hard routine and series has said isn't that glamping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and one of the products I just, just want to uh, share to the group. Um, so this is the TrekMates Storm Bivvy Bag, which is effectively a one-person tent. Um, oh, yeah, there Hang on, bear with me. I've lost the... There we go. Um, image. So that's obviously effectively a... Uh, I think they're sort of called hooped bivvies. Um, I mean, that that's obviously when you peg down. So it's effectively a little mini tent. Um, I would say that's probably the smallest tent that you're going to get. Um, and yeah, then so I, I wouldn't I'd really go kind of any bigger in. than like an, uh, the French F1 tent, as Kenny said, or the Dutch army tent. If you you know if you really want to go down that route. But with tents, you're usually going to be carrying a lot more weight. Um, you know, the basher setups and bits and pieces of that are more versatile, as well as um, lighter generally. It's not always the case because obviously you're comparing apples and oranges. There's different companies that make different things. As you said, Andy, about your hammock, or well, not yours, but the um, the one made oh, out of parachutes
1: and th- yeah, the one yeah. made out of parachute it's as light as anything.
0: <laughs> Daniels just said, uh, "Yeah, I'm not fitting into that. Me and sleeping bags is bad enough. I'm like a fat caterpillar." <laughs> 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 um if you suffer dale with uh sleeping bag widths, because i i'm i'm not the thinnest either um you can actually get insertion panels uh that go between um the two zips so basically it's like a maybe sort of two or three inches of additional sleeping bag um panel that you can zip in um i actually bought two for my um my current sleeping bag that I use, not because I needed to. I can I can fit in the sleeping bag with just the one. Um, but the two just gives like a bit of extra room. I I, I appreciate you I'm sacrificing volume in terms of I've got more sleeping bag and now I need to heat up. But I personally like a little bit more wriggle room when I'm in my sleeping bag. Um so I find those quite useful. I think you can get them for snug back kits as well. Uh mine's a mounted equipment sleeping bag. I know you can get them for that. Um, so, yeah, have a look at expansion panels or I think Snugpak call it the expander. Um, so you yeah, just need to bear in mind left or right. Yeah, that's the problem. He's trying to find them. <laughs> yeah. um, but they do do. Oh, Dan just says, I have an expander panel on my Snugpak Merlin.
1: That's um, it. Luke Carpenter, Lightfighter. The Lightfighter tent oh, for my days. That's that's the tent that I want to get. And that in, in my mind, that is glamping. Weighs nothing. Looks absolute. Legit. I will call. look it up quickly. I think it's about five hundred, six hundred quid.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. These these shelter systems are obviously designed for. Um, you're going into a slightly more challenging environment. I would I would argue that probably most events that you go to, you're yeah, not going to be suffering um, really, really kind of obscene weather. Um, yeah, yes, light yeah, fighter yeah. one has successfully protected thousands of warfighters during CONUS field training emergency response missions and while deployed to multiple hotspots around the world. Um, I mean, it's a nice bit of kit, don't get me wrong. I don't know if that's the same, that is the same thing.
1: That is the same one you can buy leg kits and everything for them, yeah. So you're up off the ground in snowy conditions, cool, but it's lovely. I, I yeah. but then again, that. What, $345?
0: $350, yeah. Yeah, so... Which, which um, with my, the interest ha- rate as it's ha- going...
1: <laughs> yeah. My my hammock cost me 50 quid. All yeah. in. <laughs> and my tent cost me 60. And my basher cost me 25. And my bivy, 12. Yeah. <laughs> there there are cheaper options out there. But it's still nice, isn't it? Mm. Plus it's multi weekend.
0: Sorry, defiance just said Mike rocking an extra six inches of comfort in his bag. Yeah, mate. I've oh, actually ways. got 12, oh, 12 inches because of the two panels. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a the double,
1: thing.
0: Double six inches. Uh, Les said uh, his um, Dutch Army tent was £25 for it and uh, one of the best buys from Wilson in his opinion. Yep. So, there you go. I mean, that's the thing. Ultimately, you know, you got horses for courses. Um you'll find out personally what you like ultimately when you go out and try these things out. Um, Unfortunately there aren't, you know, the, the ability to go to Milsim stores and the like, and sit there and go, right, I want to sleep in this tent for 24 hours to see if I like it or not. You know, you don't have that capability, unfortunately. So, um, you will find that there's things that you like that we don't like and things that we like that you don't like. So uh,
1: at the end of the day, it is only a, we are only there, to, we're there to enjoy ourselves, yeah. And most people won't enjoy themselves if they don't get a good night's sleep. No, that's 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 a fact. Um, there's some weirdos out there like me, Mike, and Lance I actually quite like staying up for five hours on the stag and not getting any sleep.
0: I did three hours of stag duty <laughs> this weekend on my own, and I nearly oh, yeah, it was horrible.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, but having somewhere just to chip back to. So we say hard routine. You've got Airsoft hard routine, haven't you? It's not yeah. like it, it, if I was really going for it, I'd probably just go I'd probably just walk up with a bivy bag, my mat and a basher. And just throw my sleeping bag and everything in the bivy bag and just have the basher just basically just stop the rain falling on my face. That's that's it really. Um, and just keep the kit dry, hmm. but I am I am a larger lad. I am a bit soft as I'm getting older, and uh, I do enjoy my hammocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. um, do we Which talk is why about... we've been saying hard <laughs> routine.
0: No, I think yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know. It depends on your event. I mean, if you're going to be doing... The event that we went to was an escape and evade mission, so the yeah. whole point was that we wanted to keep our fob as low profile as possible. So, you know, nice the nicest possible way, if somebody had turned up with a hammock at that point, I mean, right, you, you camp over there, and we'll camp here. Um, because if, if there's a risk that that's going to implicate the, the, the context of the game and the mission, then obviously that, that is a bit of a problem. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but also, as well, it is down to the person that goes with the hammock to choose the appropriate place for them to set up. So if someone turned up with a tent that's, say, green, that's got like, well, I don't know who makes it, but the ones that put the massive yellow lantern on one side of the tent, if someone turns up with that, it's down to them as the person that's going to be sleeping in that tent to make sure that they're looking after their visibility and their effects on the terrain around them as
0: well. Hmm. Should we, um, should we jump onto bags? I'm conscious we've got a few things to talk about. We've spent the first half hour just talking about the, the, the shelters, yeah. still important. <laughs> um, but there's a few bits and pieces we want to talk about. So, uh, so bag size. Um, I know that there was a, for this event that we went to, there was a range of about 50 liters, I believe, um, up to 120. Um, myself i took a 90 liter vertus bergen um fit everything in that um it was heavy but i got everything in there uh, what's what's your bag size andy
1: uh i'm just googling it now cuz i can't actually remember the size of it um it is while well, it loads uh
0: I mean, ultimately, your bag size is going to depend on the amount of stuff you want to bring. Uh, More stuff, more weight. So, you know, it's something to consider. And effectively, um, the bigger the bag you have, you will probably find that you are trying to justify more in it. Um, So if you've got a massive bag and you're like, oh, I can just chuck that in. I've got space. Um, Do you actually need it at that point? Whereas if you have a smaller bag you're having to justify a lot more about, right, I haven't got a lot of space. Uh, What can I fit in? What don't I need? What do I need?
1: I find Um, for, so the Warrior X300, which is what I run, uh, it says it is um, 80 litres without filling the side panel. So that's just the main body. Um, So I would say it's probably about 85 litres in total. And for a 24 hour, i struggle to fill that comfortably Um, because for 24 hours you don't really when you look at it you don't really need that much in my mind change of pants change of socks waterproofs sleeping system for food and a cooking system you kind of it's hard (laughs) it's hard to work out how much you actually need like if I'm running the LMG, then I take up a a lot of room. A lot of that eighty liters is ammunition. Yep. But if I'm running the um, uh, Mark Eighteen, then I I tend to just take out one speed loader with me because that's all mm-hmm. I all I tend to use for that event.
0: I mean, we we obviously talk about you know, on the um, on our typical kit list. We we talk about having um, your welfare kit, your cooking set kit bag itself uh food and hydration your ppe uh weapon and accessories your toolkit any game related items personal accessories your sleep system your clothes and then your shelter system so you know you kind of need to have a look at what you want to take with you and then evening us. so
1: i'm just saying hello to someone it's just popped oh, up okay
0: <laughs> um, you need to obviously bear in mind what you want to take in relation to your bag size because you will probably struggle if you if you take a larger bag um and you fill it with everything you're going to struggle with weight hands down you know if, if you take a smaller bag you're going to potentially struggle with trying to fit everything in yeah. <laughs> um so yeah it, it's it's an interesting one um there we go. Defiance says, anyone else prefer a large bag, Bergen? So if you have to bug out quickly, you can shove your sleeping bag in quick roll yes. up your basher and be on the moving moments. And completely agree. Yeah. You know, it, it's making sure that the bag you take, you don't just fill to the brim because you can. It's it's really important to rationalise what you're bringing with you, um, which you you unfortunately learn over time. Yeah. Um. I, I you know I'd be interested to see if there's anyone in the chat that didn't pack in a ridiculous way the first event that they went to so
1: so the, the one thing that I've learned from doing them is try and stick to a system try and have it so you always pack your bag up in the same way so you've always so in your mind you know exactly where to go in the pitch black oh shit I need baby wipes I know they're in the top left hand pocket or I need um, I need some food or water or purification tablet i know that that's all in my um top pocket of me bergen and things like that i think having a having a system of packing works out well and having dry bags everything in individual dry bags means you can sort everything out um i've got yep see on mine i've put little colored reflective tape So when you've got your red torch on, when you look at it, each bag's got its own little tape on it. Mm -hmm. So you know, all right, well, that one's showing up orangey under the red light. So I know that's got my food in it. Uh, This Mm -hmm. one's showing up blue. So you do get used to it on how you pack. Um, But like um, what Defiant said, I'm not sure who it is today. Uh, I think it's James. James, James, yeah. Like James said, you've got to leave room for just stuffing it in. So if you do get bumps, you need to shift over. Just have a big bag. I have a big rubble bag that lives in the bottom of the bag, and literally anything that's wet that needs to get thrown down, basher, hammock, anything, just gets all thrown into that, sealed up, sleeping bag on top, and then everything else just gets piled in. You can sort it out when you when you get out of danger. Danger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's an interesting one because. Ultimately, I, I personally, I don't um, have the, the bags labelled up for the little um, dry bags and the like. Uh, what I generally tend to do is I, when I pack them, I, I know what the largest or weirdest shape in there is. So, for example, I had two of these little um, Highlander. I think these are the two litre ones. Um, and I knew that one had a, one had my power bank in, which is obviously you. I knew what was in there. Um, and then the other one I knew that was sort of more sort of welfare related items, such so as my heat packs and bits and pieces like that. So like the little flannel and stuff. Um, and so it, it is getting used to making sure that you put things away as well afterwards, because again, mm. with with the with the risk of getting bumped at these sorts of events, you don't want to be repacking your entire bergen because you've turned up to an event and just gone. Um, as as you use something, pack it away. Make sure it's back yeah. where it leaves. Definitely. um so that you know what you've got out is the bare minimum stuff that you've got out so if you're sleeping you will have your sleeping kit out when you finish sleeping don't leave your sleeping kit out pack it away get it all ready to go so worst case you know all you've got to do is take the bash down or um, your ground sheet or whatever you've got out and just scrumple that up and get then you can you can go um so that's that's another little sort of key tip for that one Cool. Do you want to talk about food and cooking?
1: Uh, yeah. So for me, I try to keep it as bare minimum as possible. So I tend to use, because I don't really drink hot drinks at all, I'm one of those weird ones that don't drink tea or coffee or hot chocolates or anything like that. Um, I don't feel the need for me personally to have the ability to be able to boil anything so I tend to just use the flamish ration heaters um, to heat up a hot meal I'd rather have a hot meal than a hot drink Um, so literally all I have to do is have my water have my 24 hour ration pack and a couple of heaters um, which obviously saves space in the long run that that's that would be my one plus you're not having to sit there listening to the jet boil Go off f- for 15 20 minutes and like a little mini rocket in the corner of the <laughs>
0: of yeah. where you're
1: set up, <laughs> or a little flame that's giving it away, or especially at night, a little flame can actually make quite a bit of a, a difference. Uh, you don't have to worry about flames catching fire onto anything else, any dry debris that's around. I do, I do, I'm a big fan of the flame ration heaters when they work. So I do yeah. Take I, was it, say, I do take extra.
0: <laughs> I used I used one this weekend and whilst it was working fine, um the heating on it obviously wasn't quite as uniform as you would get if you were to sort of obviously sort of put your um meal pouch in a jet boil or something like that. Um just because ultimately the the heating thing on the uh, the, the British Army once so is on one side. Uh, it's quite small. Mm-hmm. So you do kind of have to massage it quite a little bit to try and get the the the, the pouch contents to kind of move past the heater and sort of try and heat up. Um, but yeah, I know um, Lance used the um, Dragon Fuel, a uh, little sort of BCB Dragon Fuel kit, oh, right, yeah. uh, to heat up water with his. Uh, I know there was a couple jet balls there, um, but for the most part, yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite a quiet weekend in terms of cooking, um, which, which worked quite well. Um, it's definitely something to consider, those flameless ration pack heaters, though, because, yeah. you know, the ability that you don't have to use a lot of water for one thing. Um, so if you're not someone that try regularly drinks hot drinks, um, then you're boiling water for the sake of just heating up your food, um, which is ultimately a bit of a waste, especially if you want it to drink. Yeah. Um, so, yeah it's um it's important on that front but um defiant have said our upcoming event in early march will be tough but i wouldn't call it a hard routine because we will allow red light cooking systems and talking cool. so <laughs> and talking. that was <laughs> that was probably be something that i would say we were quite bad at this last weekend was the talking to be honest um i know a few times we were sort of we were quite noisy but I don't know if it was probably a case of a bit of excitement for having been out there. And cause you know, because it was an invite only event and we obviously all knew each other. It has been a while since we'd all seen each other and sort of just hung out, um, which is obviously quite a challenge, you know, because ultimately you go to airsoft with your mates, um, and it's nice to see them. Like, you know, yeah. if you haven't, if you haven't seen these people in a while, it's the opportunity to catch up. Um, so it is a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Um,
1: but this is what i mean as well like that we we're, we're calling it a hard routine and obviously there's uh, quite a few people that listen to us that do proper hard routines and they mm. do it they do it for a living so they are literally out there in a field for days on end and they they are literally doing hard routine and i think it's individual as well and what people class it as a hard routine um uh, a f- what I would class as a airsoft hard routine would be not having a, a soft FOB or an FOB undercover um, or a building Hmm. to sleep in. Um, That would be what I would class as an airsoft hard routine. A a personal hard routine for me would be anything that I have to get up and move on. But (laughs) no, but, Like for me, a hard routine would be literally living out your bag for two, three days, um, which we tend not to really get in airsoft because not many people want to do that sort of thing. Um, Well, I think think it is missing. I think there's
0: a growing market for it at the moment. I mean, the fact that, you know, Defiant have obviously seen it as enough people want to do it to obviously run an event like that. Um, I mean the SEO one I know that was obviously an invite only but ultimately it's still an event that's happening like that I think Sterling some Sterling events are like that um, please someone correct me if I'm wrong no um, I think
1: Sterling have done a couple like that where it's yeah out out on the field and that's it like you're living out of your bag mm. but I think for a lot um, of people a lot of people would class as an airsoft hard routine would be not having not having a camp bed mm. basically and and not having the tent and not being allowed those little bits of luxury. Um, That would be my take on it.
0: Yeah. Um, If we cover essentials quickly, I've got a few things I wanted to just cover as essential items in my mind. Um, It's something that, weirdly enough, Terry and I had quite a long chat over (laughs) at the (laughs) weekend, but a little foam pad to sit on. Um, I know this one looks a bit gross. It's because it's been out and about and properly used and abused. Um, this is a mountain uh, equipment, a mountain warehouse, sorry, a little sort of fold-out foam pad. Um, it's still a little bit juicy from the weekend. Oh, thumbs. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's just water. <laughs> um, but basically, these, these are really good little bits of kit. If you are, you know, basically, if the ground's wet, it's muddy or anything like that, you need to kneel or you need to sit down rather than running the risk of that water getting into the trousers of near your ass and making you feel a bit cold and wet and damp. Having a little foam pad like this, you know, it folds up relatively small. It can sort of fold in half if you really need it to. Um, you can sort of slot that in your Bergen fairly easily. It's not going to take up too much space. It's a massive saver when it comes to just sort of, you know, protecting your bum from the cold and the wet basically. Um, something i always carry with me funnily enough this one is actually the one that um, i think we talked about this before and um, we did an event where i ran a valon metal detector with the pressurized blue spray on um so when you detect uh, an ied or a mine or um basically all the scrap metal that was in the ground at the time <laughs> yeah. you can pull a little trigger on the valon it sprays a blue dye um I managed to sit in my basher while I was taking this thing apart and the pressurization broke so that you can sort of still see the blue dye see, see a bit of blue. Uh, on that because <laughs> there was blue dye everywhere, um, which was great fun. Um, another couple of things that you definitely need at MILSIM are a watch. The yes. number of people I see at MILSIMS without a watch, it is unforgivable because if you're trying to coordinate an attack or you need to know what time you're on stag, or anything like that, having a watch is very, very right, the important. Worst
1: one, the worst one is when oh shit, um, when they pick up their phone, and you're sitting there, and you're all lying in wait, and they pick up their phone to check the time, and it's pitch black, and they all of a sudden you see that the light (laughs) just beaming over their face and you kind of look at them and you think fuck's sake
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i i i've not seen too many people use their phone as a watch to be fair but just just the number of people that don't know what the time is when they're on an event it's it's not great and right i'm sorry hang on a second rager says you see once you start carrying cushions to keep your bum dry it's not really hard (laughs) routine is it burgers make good seats but ultimately skin is waterproof Defiance says I must have my little Cushion for my hard routine (laughs) game Soft as shit routine sorry Mike No I completely disagree with you because I again Spent three hours on stag on Saturday Night um, Just basically sitting on the ground Watching the camp and making sure and Without that I would have been a lot more cold and a lot More miserable so for me That's a little creature comfort that I don't mind Taking because I'm still out and about It's just merely stopping Myself from getting my bum wet And it was Terry that we were talking about um, that funnily enough, because I believe it was you, Terry, that um, you used to carry a little foam pad when you were serving, um, for exactly that same reason. You know, you you want to just avoid getting a little bit wet if you can um, unnecessarily. You know, if it's not raining and the grounds damp, um, it's just an opportunity to avoid avoid getting a. I think I think Terry actually also said when he was running the GPmg, he used to stick it down his trousers to <laughs> stop the <laughs> to, to stop the recall or something as well. Um, So yeah, Terry, Terry, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, The other thing I wanted to just talk about was the head torch. Having a head torch, I appreciate that obviously if you are um, in any way light controlled um, or anything like that, it could be, you know, it's obviously something you don't want to have on all the time. Um, But for airsoft events, especially if there is an issue that you need um, either red light or that worst case white light... um, to see, to do something, it, it's quite important um, oh, sh- sorry, to find events, there's your bums full of insulation, Mike, I've seen it Hell- <laughs> 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 and Ray says, Terry is old and served during the Napoleonic Wars with Sharp and used to sit on his silly hat <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so having, having you know if, if you're at an event where um, you're not sort of light controlled there's no light discipline then red lights obviously a lot better a it helps maintain your night vision but b it doesn't travel necessarily quite as far um so you know you're not just illuminating the whole forest yeah. um, and you know it it's it's about keeping
1: down like, low you've got like guys literally they throw their jackets over their heads yeah. and they put a torch on to to read a map or something um yeah it's not it's not always a bad thing to have a little torch with you um I have a white light on all of my weapons, uh, including my sidearm, and I have one in a a little pouch just for that reason. Mm. Um, The one thing that I do is I I actually put um, half-used batteries in my little handheld torch, because it makes it not as bright.
0: No, that's a good idea it just, just doesn't last as long. <laughs> yeah, it
1: just doesn't last as long. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i got to use my torch in this flat, Never no mind. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, there is a fine line, and it has backfired a couple of times, where you kind of go click, and then it just goes... <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I would suggest if you're going to get a head torch, something with a red on first. So this is a little one from Decathlon. Uh, this is the 4 class head torch. I think these are about like 12 quid each or something like that. Um, they're not the most waterproof but you know ultimately it's not the end of the world if it if it dies on its ass um they're rechargeable um it's got white light if you absolutely need it uh defiance is the gerber recon is a great admin light you know having having something as a red light can be quite useful and the other aspect as well is from a safety point of view if you're at an event where a red light indicates that you're hit at night um depending on what they use in the in the game that you're in so obviously during the day it might be like a dead rag or something like that um, at night it might be red light so again having a red light on you can be quite helpful yeah. if you're if you are dead and you need to return to a certain respawn zone or anything like that it just you know it helps on that front so definitely need a head torch one of my one of
1: my big bugbears bears is um, people not having a uh, a pen and paper and that you literally you have a brief in it's all all gone through and by the time you've loaded up there's always two or three people that turn around and go so what are we doing and you're like you could just make a couple of little notes like in, in, in your notepad and they're like oh yeah but what happens if I get captured screw it up <laughs> Eat screw it. it up. Eat it. <laughs> like, it's a bit of paper. <laughs> just, just have something that you can make notes on. It's not, it's not hard. You can have it in your, in your sleeve pocket. Most, most things come with a a large enough pocket now to fit in a a waterproof, uh, pencil and pad, and they're not much. They're only five quid. Just buy a pen and mm. paper please yeah. not not a4 size or something like that and start writing it's down a, I an a3 sketch pad yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just simple things like that um and your wash kit make sure that your wash kit properly stocked little mini mm. toothbrushes from the hotels you can buy them in travel ones from tescos now Like you don't have to have a lot. You're only there for 24 hours or 48 hours, depending on the event. Like one of those little... So this,
0: funnily enough, this is my wash kit. Um, So this is the... It fits inside the snug pack, uh, one litre pack box, um, which will nicely sit in my tanker bag. Mm. Um, And in here, I've got all sorts of things. I've got... I mean, I actually use this, funnily enough, I've, I've packed this proficiently enough that if I go to a hotel or... You know, say say I go away at Christmas and stay with relatives, I will just grab this because I know that this has everything in it that I'll need. Um, So I've got little Diddy deodorant, um, various bits and pieces like that. I've got uh, burn gel, anti-back hands cream, um, germaline, working hands, in these little tubs, they're all taped shut because they did at one point fall open. Uh, Tooth-braced, little fold-out toothbrush. Oh look at that! Which works quite well. Oh, um,
1: right. Where'd you get that from? Uh, I'm, just Amazon, around, I I'm just running around with a with a toothbrush that I've hacksawed the end off on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, I'll send you a link because these these are, these are really good um, deep cream. Um, it's it's all like odd little bits and pieces that I mean I, I restrict myself to that being my welfare kit basically. Um, so if it aren't, you know, if I can't fit it in there, it's definitely not coming with me. But that that's my welfare kit. But another thing I did just want to talk about is the shit kit as well. Yeah. Uh, this is my shit kit, uh, and it's basically, fundamentally, a tiny shovel, and some toilet paper. Um. Because there is nothing worse than being in <laughs> the woods. You need a poo. Um. Some events will make you carry away it with you. Um. You know, if you, if you are going to go full. SAS on an event then obviously yes I do take a full grooming kit I'm not gonna uh, I'll carry that around um, if, if you're gonna go to an event and go full SAS and obviously you can poo into clean film and do all that if you like and take it out with you you're more than entitled to we were fortunate enough to be at an event that you could dig a hole and, and leave it in the ground
1: Um, so yeah always double bag it or triple bag it don't just use one also, one thing that I found is quite a good one is if you are doing one where the organisers want it, to, want you to take it with you, uh, get yourself some dog bags, heavy duty, Great Dane poo bags. That's what they're. That's what they're designed for. And then put them in a Sealy bag.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Plus, everyone should learn to poo. In the woods, because <laughs> yeah. I and I, I'm not going to talk about this on the show because it's disgusting. But I have a very, very horrific story about pooing in the woods. you got to show um, now. Which, which is where it went. Maybe, in the, maybe next week. But on the, um, it, it went horrifically oh. wrong. So, <clears throat> one little tactic or technique that I have found is that if you do take a poo bag, you can hold your hand underneath and catch it, <laughs> which, you know. It works. I'm just saying it works. And it makes life a lot easier than shitting into your trousers.
1: Don't, don't shit in your trousers. Take your trousers off, shit on the floor, pick it up like you would a, with a dog.
0: We'll talk about this next week. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a whole story to this where it went awfully wrong. <laughs> awfully, awfully wrong. Ken, Kenny, did you miss the floor? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I got the floor. I got everything. Um oh. No, the burn gel, by the way, is um, I've, I've suffered multiple burns at events, either by pyro going off on my skin um, or from a um, fire that went a little bit wrong. Um, so that's why I take burn gel, by the way, mm-hmm. if anyone's interested. Um, and also, cam cream? A lot of
1: people, if you're not taking Sorry. cam cream and you don't want to wear it, sun cream. The amount of people that I see the next day, or especially in the summer games, and they've got the um, iPro sunburn line where they've been wearing UV protection goggles and they've got the line there of just where they've just burned their face <laughs> where they've been sat in the sun.
0: This this wasn't a, um, a hard routine event. Uh, this was uh, a legion event down in Lyd. Um, but there was a guy down there on the Op 4 who we were out for the entire day um, and he was just in a t-shirt and it was raging sun all day and literally this guy came back at the end of the day and he was red as a lobster i mean i'm talking like almost like your jumper like wow. all over he was absolutely red and because he just hadn't looked after himself um which is horrific um so yeah i mean if you are prone to um the sun causing issues then obviously bear that in mind um you can get little pots of sun cream if you need if you need it yeah but and I, I know, I, I get the comments in the chat about, oh, you know, all these little things are, oh, it's not hard routine, et etc. et cetera. All to me that, that it demonstrates that you're able to look after yourself in the field. Um, now, granted, there are certain things that you will have as luxuries. You know, for example, I don't take a pillow. Um, some people do take a pillow. No. Never. Um, some people will prefer um to take a little bit of extra chocolate with them or something like that. You know, peop people will have certain things with them that they that they want and they deem worth taking. But I think the thing that ultimately with any event in the woods uh or where you are living out of your Bergen is you need to dem- to be able to demonstrate that you can look after yourself. Um, you know, if you come out of the oh, woods and you're, right, like you're dying on your ass, then obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. Um it was like- what's that? Sorry, what was Ian saying? That's he saying? Sho- uh, yeah, i was
1: just saying shovel
0: ricky or poo in a bag worked for yeah. me in the sandbox. What's a shovel ricky?
1: A shovel ricky is where you go out into the distance. Oh, okay, right. To dig a hole. It's only it's only because <laughs> I've
0: done a bit of wild camping as well, and we could, we we came up with the whole shit shovel flick method, where you shit on your shovel and you just flick it, and then it's job done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wasn't sure if it was something along those lines. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> Please say that you like you you called. In we never this actually did that. It going. was just
0: yeah. We never actually did that, but it's just a running joke. It's a shit shovel flick. Um, so, um, cam cream. I just wanted to talk briefly about cam cream. So, if you are looking at cam cream, um, personally, I quite like these sort of style ones. Uh, this is a three tone with a mirror. Uh, The mirror obviously helps. There you go, you can see yourselves. The mirror helps in terms of applying that. Um, You don't definitely need one with a mirror. You can get the the, the little sticks as well that work quite well. The only thing I would say is that some cam cream is more superior than other cam creams. Um, This is a BCB one that I find is quite good. Um, I have found recently a load of replica NATO ones that it appears that someone has basically used the nato casing and refilled it with something or other um because normal face paint <laughs> it's not even face paint this stuff goes rock hard and you you just can't get it out it's almost just like a thick clay um you you, you know you sort of try and get this stuff off the off the pad and you're applying it onto your face and it's just rolling up into like little strings of stuff um so that's not great so it's definitely worth checking this sort of stuff before you take it with you because there's nothing worse than when you get out and about um you know, you, you can't apply it because it's, that would just be a complete waste of time. Uh, sorry, everyone's talking about different ways of shit in the ground. Um, uh, Rage says, just dig a small hole, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah. um, Afraid of the dark says, jump on the shovel with it facing you. Feels like doing an AI event. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I didn't read that before, I read that out. Um, to find events, but if the enemy were to find you poo... Uh, your poo, they could tell what you've been eating and make a guess at the state of your morale because you know, because <laughs> yes. uh,
1: it's for the yeah. immersion. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: um, <laughs> find events, BCB is made by Max Factor, which will make Mike feel better.
1: That's oh,
0: James, you've been very mean to me tonight. There is He's nothing wrong,
1: here, is I know. It?
0: I find, I personally, I find the BCB stuff works really well, it applies well, and job done. Um. One thing I do want to just add to this. Do you have I will get, a remover? I will get ribbing for this because this is exactly do you what have I was just remember. Yes. Twat. I bought some Garnier Micellar cleaning water. Um because the number of times that I left events where I had what looked like poo stuck to my face. I'm sorry, um, guys. Because it doesn't always You're come worth off. It. <laughs> yeah. Um so this this stuff works quite well. Sort of like um, doesn't work well with toilet roll, toilet roll because toilet roll dissolves quite quickly. Um, so you want like a uh, cleaning make-up rag pad. or something like that, a makeup pad or a, something <laughs> a like that. But, pad. <laughs> um I don't take this with me to clarify. This does not go in the burger, and this stays in the car. Um, but this is just for after events. Um, why are you showing us makeup remove, Mike Because it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good for removing it. Because I struggled myself and. Um, you know somebody out there might might benefit from that There you go. it's not baby oil it's makeup remover leave me alone
1: <laughs> no the, the baby oil comes in a bigger tub <laughs> oh
0: this is just this is kevin says mike fraser boots cucumber face wipes
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, the that's event. a milson awesome. after the event <laughs> he sits in his car
0: <laughs> yeah i'll tell you one thing though i'll tell you one thing the number of people that you know, go, oh Mike, can I just borrow that? Oh, can I just borrow that? Oh thanks, Mike.
1: So everyone be you after know. your little pad. Oh Mike, I'm on stag. My bum's getting wet. Can I can I get your sanitary pad?
0: No, you get a wet wipe you get a wet <laughs>
1: wet, <laughs> wet wipe. You get a wet <laughs> um, Ian says
0: best way to get cam cream off is wet wipes. See, i I tried wet wipes, um and some cam creams it doesn't touch. Um so yeah, that 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 um Makeup remover stuff works quite well. (laughs) Defiant says, fuck a duck, Mike. There are young female Instagram influencers with more manly content. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you wanted to discuss, Andy?
1: Well, no, I think you fucked it, didn't you, really? (laughs) 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 Uh, Let's have a little look on our list of of talking points. uh, I mean, clothing-wise... Clothing. Yeah, I mean
0: I would suggest obviously making sure you've got clothing appropriate for the event. Um if it if it's gonna rain, bring a raincoat, you know, Gore Tex so M T P jacket trousers. or something like that.
1: Do you take I, with trousers with
0: you? No. I don't. Um the reason being is that I'm oh, just not that fucked. If my legs get a bit wet, to be fair, they generally tend yeah. to dry off. Um you know, if it if it's the main thing is reading the weather forecast before the event to try and gauge what, what you might need to bring. Um, if it is going to be proper pissing it down all weekend, then you know I might reconsider bringing some MTP waterproofs if it's an MTP event or or similar. Um, how about you?
1: I used to throw one in the bag all the time, but then like you, it was just it took up room, and I was just like, oh, do you know what? The amount of time that I've actually put them on. Or by the time i put them on i'm already soaking wet anyway so there's no point in actually taking them so all i do now is just um spare pairs of socks and underwear um foot foot powder and a towel that's they mm. my luxuries like if, if i get soaking wet just getting all the wet stuff off and just baby powdering yourself up so you know nice sorry i'll bring
0: that comment in a sec.
1: yeah um just a little tub of it just to dry yourself off I think that's the main thing because if you're out in the field you're not going to stop and put your waterproof trousers on but I did used to I I did used to back in the early days I used to carry them around with me all the time but then I always by the time I got back to the FOB or my camp I was soaking wet anyway so there's no point
0: yeah I mean I personally find the trousers generally just tend to dry out as long as you're warm um and for me, personally, it it makes a lot more difference to my body temperature if I get a cold top half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if it's, if it's proper pissing it down and you're a stag, whack a waterproof jacket on or something like that because it just stops you from getting wet needlessly. If you're out and about, you know, in your mid-game and it starts to rain, then a few drops of water aren't going to kill you. You know, we've obviously talked before about, um, uh, earlier in the chat, about, you know, skin ultimately is waterproof um kevin makes a good point there about issue gaiters keep your lower legs and boot uppers dry um Mm. so gaiters are obviously quite a good one for that um again if you if your feet get wet um yeah i know (laughs) if your feet get wet um you know having good drills in terms of keeping your feet uh dry as much as you can Um so you know don't run around in wet socks and boots for the rest of the event because you've trodden in one puddle in the first hour um Seal skin socks are obviously good to sort of... If you've got wet boots, wear those until your boots dry out a bit and then you can change them out again. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, Rage has just said there, waterproof trousers are pretty pointless, just make you sweat and get crotch rot. Um, I mean, it's the same with raincoats as well. You know, if you're running around in an extra layer of Gore-Tex, it's going to make you warmer than if you weren't. Um, So, yeah. It It ultimately depends on... On what you want to do and what you're doing at the time
1: um
0: i mean for example say you're a um there's one particular guy i know that spends a lot of time as a rear gunner in um and a land rover so the three of them generally tend to sort of go to an event with the land rover um Mm. and he spends a lot of time as the rear gunner in that that makes perfect sense to be wearing full water bruce because ultimately you're standing there
1: yeah, not gunning, gunning around, <laughs>
0: yeah. so you know. Um, but yeah, they do make a lot of noise, they do make you warm. Um, Ian Rowe says, "No, I wonder who sells a lot of this stuff at a decent price. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but yeah,
0: uh, Ian has a shop. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. there you go. Ian, let us know, put, put in the chat where your shop is, we, we can give you a little plug for you um race says but a raincoat keeps your core dry which in the cold really helps with not getting hypothermia yeah so uh, this thing i mean if you need to you need to be careful about what you're doing so again we we had um this last weekend we were off on a tasking it was pissing down with rain when we left um we put raincoats and bits and pieces on we tabbed to the location we needed to be at it, the rain had eased off at that point. So, for me, I just took the raincoat off and packed it into my um, pouch on the back of my bergen. Uh, not my bergen, on my plate carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it was easy enough. I've got it on me. Um,
1: so, were you webbing last weekend or you.
0: No, I, I wore my plate carrier. Um, I haven't yet got my webbing set fully sorted out. Um, my plate carrier setup is kind of a combination of webbing and plate carrier. Um, In that I've got my battle belt sort of system all sort of rigged together. But I was going to run pure webbing, but my radio comms and hydration are all kitted into my plate carrier.
1: Right.
0: Um, And I haven't yet had a chance to basically set up that in a... side of things, yeah. um, In a webbing set, sort of set up, basically. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Did you want to do a from the vault? Uh, I have something we can talk about.
1: Yeah, well, you can then. Have you got the sound for from the vault?
0: I do. Oh. From from the vault. <laughs> we, we need to we need to work yeah. on that. <laughs> We've got the music, but um, um. So these are there's two little things I just want to talk about on the back of this episode. So this is the night eyes, um. Self-restraining carabiner. Um, these aren't for climbing, um, but what this allows you to do. I think we have to sort of talk about this briefly on the show before. I'll just make myself a little bit bigger, if that's right. Ellie. Yeah, you
1: can take um, this small screen if you want. Yeah, sorry. Pop around in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so this is a little carabiner clip, um, nice and simple on that end. It has a self-attaching um, sort of cam system on that, which means that you can set that up on a guy line or anything like that it's taut on one side but allows you to pull through on the other um it's quite a nice little tool it's got a max load of 127 kilograms um and it does sort of paracord between two and five mil so if you need a temporary guy line or anything like that so for example i mean i wouldn't suggest using it for a basher because you can use jungle knots and things like that which are permanently attached um but if you need to run a guy line for something or other, to so say uh, I don't know, you've got some sort of temporary line that you want to throw up for. Um, I can't genuinely think of why. I, I've never <laughs> used this, um, so there you go. That's a really good explanation as to how good this is. Um, would
1: you not use that with, like, say, going back to the hammock side of things? Would you not use that for your um, like tension line over the top? You like, could use like, it for your
0: tension line. Yeah, I mean things like that. Again, I've never used it because I'm normally, I just tight use a tighter knot, um, to be fair, or, or the jungle knots. Um, but it, it is a useful little tool, and I'm sure that somebody out there, I mean, this is the whole premise, for me making myself not so big again, it's giving me a complex. Um, the whole premise of this from the vault is sort of stuff that we don't necessarily use a lot, but we have and we sort of want to just talk about. Um, I'm sure that there is a use for this out there somewhere for somebody. Um, it could replace jungle knots, etc. Uh, if you've got it set up for that, but it is quite a nice little, you know, self-tensioning yeah. line. That say, it's quite a good strength on that. So, no,
2: um,
0: an alternative to that, funnily enough, is this little thing. Um, I actually bought four of these off of eBay for like three quid. Um, so I'll just take the paracord out of that. Was that the self-looping? So this is basically the self looping. So the idea with this is that you have your, sorry, I haven't um, melted the end of the paracord.
1: You've got to make yourself bigger again.
0: Yeah, I know, hang on. I'm not
1: going to be able to set this up
0: properly. Um, The idea of this is is that you've got a number of um, uh, loops on there that you can actually pull these things through. And that creates its own lock on the paracord. Um, but it's just a cheaper way of doing it, basically. So you can't... You, well, I can, actually. I mean, it's not that taut, but the the idea is, is that it's it's like a little locking um, carabiner-type thing, basically. I don't know a lot about them. I have used these, though. I've, so I've used these for setting up gazebos and bits and pieces, um, oh. where you don't necessarily want to cut loads of paracord and tighten it all up and etc., so if you're just throwing a gazebo up for the day I think we added a few extra guy lines um, the guy lines didn't come with the self-tensioning straps so these oh, were just okay. a few little bits that we could just strap on there quickly um, and worked quite well on that front so yes there you they're go. quite good so that <laughs> wasn't awful but it was a, it was a go <laughs> from the vault <laughs> oh,
1: it'll have to be me next week I will bring a bit of plastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I know Rage was asking about the Night Eyes uh, Caribbean clip. I'll send you a link, mate. Um, so, there you go. It's not a cock ring.
1: Yeah, I think um, Ian also... I think Rosie said what he's... Oh, uh, did he, he
0: did mention the shop? I think so. Ah, uh, There we go. 2-4 Delta Surplus. There you go. So, little shop there. Cheeky plug.
1: There you go. All for go free. Have a look.
0: Okay. Cool. Um,
1: anything else? No, <laughs> well, I think we've kind of waffled. We've waffled on for an hour and a half. We definitely have
0: waffled on. I know we're obviously over time on this one. Um, did you want to just do another quick riff sim plug for next week?
1: Yes. If you're not doing anything next weekend, come and play riff sim with me and Rosie and I don't know who else is in there. Costas, I think, and some other people. It's good fun. As I said, you're going to get a lot for your money. 75 quid ain't bad for a weekend. Plus you get a free ration pack. Of your choice. There'll be lots of vegetarian options going. Um, yeah. No, no, it'll be good. Like, some of the gameplay that we've got planned. Um, like the medic rules and things is going to be good. So the medics have a morphine. And once they use up their morphine, you don't just walk back to your um, FOB. You have to get, call in a medivac. So you... Your commanding officer can either choose to um, send out another medic and medic you all back with a, a, a supply run or the vehicle can come and get you and take you back to the FOB. That'll be a good a good gameplay style. As I said, each team's going to have two vehicles. Um, vehicles can only be destroyed by engineers, uh, can only be repaired by... No, can only be destroyed by demolitions experts can only be repaired by engineers. So everyone's going to have a very specific little role within the How are the
0: vehicles destroyed out of interest?
1: With a bomb. Ah, okay.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure if it might be some sort of like shoulder-mounted system or...
1: No, literally, uh, from what I understand, they can be destroyed by grenades. Um, you can shoot the... I don't think you can shoot the drivers, but you can ambush them when they've stopped. Um... I think you can stop a vehicle by using smoke, but might need to double check on that one. But there's there there are there there's whole rules up on the uh, uh, Facebook group and stuff now. Um, it's going to be more in depth than what people originally planned. So yeah, uh, hopefully it'll be a good one. And plus, I'll be there. So
0: cool. Um, and for those of you that have booked on to Defiance Vent also next weekend yes. um, I shall see you there have fun
1: or will maybe. they see you there M- maybe 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 I'll maybe, maybe <laughs> I will be there <laughs> yeah.
0: no at this point I will be there um, so hopefully if anyone's there come say hello it'll be cool to see yes. you yes uh,
1: hope, hope it all goes well for uh, the defiant lads they always run a run a good event
0: well I don't know the amount of abuse I've suffered this evening I don't know if I want to wish them well or not at this point
1: well you it'll be yeah, physical abuse when you're there
0: I know. I, I I was talking to him last night, and I I was offering to bring a few bits and pieces to to make James a bit happy, and he uh he's, he's giving me all this abuse tonight. It's very yeah. rude. Yeah.
1: He's got he's got to no treat worries. you mean to treat you mean to keep you keen. That's yeah, game. I know. That's what it is. They're just <laughs> nice
0: guys, so let them get away with it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week, though. It should be good. It should be good. Yes. Um, yeah, I I, I, I wish I wish I could actually attend some of these events, but unfortunately, um, having Uh, Already attended one last week. I can only do one a month at the moment. So, Dan says, "Bring your makeup, Mike. I'll I'll do your makeup, Dan Doro."
1: That could have been my character. I could have just gone like,
0: "Hello, I am the makeup man."
1: (laughs) With your little French French beret, (laughs) with a little toggle on top.
0: (laughs) Um, actually. Talking of talking of dressing like that, uh, defiant uh, James has said, "Look, mate, I'm going to look like a nonce all weekend for you guys." So uh, massive yes. shout out, massive shout yes, out to James yes. who is shaving his facial hair um, because he's raised some money towards our RBLI campaign. Um, so he's doing that for us. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the insults for a, a little while, James, because uh, you have you have done us a solid favour by doing that. Yes, so, mate.
1: Yeah,
0: hundred um, percent. And we will no and doubt post a look- picture of James. Um, looking as as he does next week which will be good Um, so yeah
1: very much looking forward to seeing it
0: cool, Uh, next week obviously we are not going to be here on Wednesday we will be here on the Saturday so Saturday 29th um, will be our 100th episode, it will be from 7 o'clock so a slight change of programming Um, but we're (laughs) running 7 till 9 so it's a full 2 hour episode we will be having the results of our RBLI raffle um, we've got games we've got all sorts of bits and pieces we're going to be Good live race. from uh, Empire Airsoft events uh, events live from Empire airsoft's shop um they just run up events, events. <laughs> <laughs> <They> just <laughs> run events as well um so thanks to uh, Kenny over at Empire Airsoft uh, for having us over there next week yeah. um we're really looking forward to it it should be an exciting one please please join us um it won't be as regular a show we're probably going to run it as a general Q&A with some fun bits thrown in as well um, yeah it should be fun if, if anyone's anyone got had... any ideas yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing no, go for and if it, go anyone's on.
1: got any suggestions or ideas that they'd like to see um, we want to plan to do some interesting stuff live um, maybe not fire related because I'm sure they wouldn't be too happy if we just thought <laughs> setting fires hey in i'll tell you what i'll get my seating pad <laughs> out and i'll demonstrate yeah, it yeah. <laughs> um, right but yeah let
0: us know yeah uh, which you can do so on our email at nofo chat or hotmail.com instagram is at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo and our website is uk. and you can also get in touch with us on our own instagrams as well not at ninevolt airsoft or at call sign underscore quartermaster. Or if you want to get in touch with Lance, it's at the underscore punished underscore one underscore. So, which I think you can also find on our website to save you having to type all that in. I think you can just click it directly yes.
1: on the website. So, yeah. take some time.
0: Um, in the meantime, thanks everyone so much for joining us this week. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Andy.
1: That's all right. Thank, thank you, Mike no more of them I <laughs> <laughs> don't know why we're thanking each other now thanks Lance no I don't know <laughs> it's
0: all good yeah, sorry Lance couldn't be here but um, yeah. I know he was gutted um, to miss this one so we shall see you all next week for our 100th episode gonna be very exciting at 7 uh, o'clock at 7 o'clock on Saturday not on Wednesday so in the meantime stay no foe.
1: stay no foe. stay well have a
0: good week and, um, and everyone yeah. enjoy their weekend and enjoy the weekends so we'll see you soon see you later guys